Welcome to another special edition of the Hanging with the AD podcast. Today, we have Scott Peterson from Positive Athlete joining us again. Scott, you joined us almost exactly a year ago when we were only a few days into what has become a pandemic, and uh, we will not harp on the negative or hold that against you as we speak with the founder of Celebrate Positive. So thanks for sitting down with us again today. Yeah, glad to be back and uh, hopefully on the other side of this pandemic. Uh, We didn't know much what we were getting into uh, about a year ago, but uh, um, certainly has changed a lot of lives. That's right. So, Scott, let's start with you giving us an update on Positive Athlete. When we did speak last year, the book had just hit the shelves. Hopefully that's been a success, and I've enjoyed reading through it uh, along with Don. But you've also now started a video cast. Tell us about the Positive Athlete video cast and some of the guests you've had on it. Yeah, it, you know, it was, it was a little bit born out of the pandemic uh, as we felt like we needed to provide some things that people were able to uh, to watch and listen to, much like uh, you guys did uh, as this service to the ADs. We knew there were some athletes. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, the guy that we started Positive Athlete with, Heinz Ward, uh, and I were talking, and uh, we, uh, I said, hey, would you, would you be willing to – do an interview with me, but it's really aimed at kids or maybe that are, we'll call them middle school to early high school age kids and, and talk a little bit about what, what life was like for you at that age uh, and giving them also some encouragement because at, around that time when we first started it, you know, sports were being pulled out from under the legs of a lot of kids, especially last spring. And so how do you deal with that in a positive way and how do you uh, how do you go about that so uh, so Heinz uh, did an interview and and loved what he had to say and um, and then I just started calling some friends um, that we have in the uh, sports world and they started uh, they started coming everyone said yes you know that's what we weren't sure what people would say yeah. and uh, Renee Montgomery who's who's uh, played for the Atlanta dream but you know also uh, we really kind of focused on her time at Connecticut and, and with you know, the powerhouse teams that UConn women's uh, basketball have had. But even since that time, you know, Renee's now an owner, part owner of the Atlanta Dream. And so, uh, but, uh, you know, reached out to John Smoltz and he was absolutely loved to do it. Um, got connected through somebody, a friend of mine to Harold Reynolds, who was, when can I be on your show? Uh, and I found out after talking to Harold, it's like Harold loves uh, talking to, uh, to people in the first place. But what a lot of these athletes really loved was they were, they knew this was geared to talking to kids. And so most of the time when they get interviewed, they're interviewing John Smoltz about, well, John, you know, should you throw a curveball or a slider, you know, in a 2-2 count, you know, and, and or who do you think is going to win the World Series and, and that kind of stuff. But no, this was, hey, John, if you could go back to your middle school self, what would you tell yourself? You know, and it was it was pretty amazing what the answers were from these uh, these athletes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody from uh, Danny Woodhead, who a lot of people, football people remember as a uh, as a running back who nobody 
nobody took in college, not even Nebraska from where, you know, where he was from, but he goes on to be a guy who plays in the NFL for eight years and only about five foot eight. And you wonder how, how does a guy who get, didn't even get invited to the combine get a chance to, um, you know, to get to uh, the NFL. And, and it was, they did such a good job of talking to the kids. And that was kind of the first thing that I would ask them is like, would you, let's have a conversation like we're sitting in front of a bunch of kids. But uh, what I also kind of found through that process was there was a lot of stuff that we wanted coaches to hear out of those as well, mm-hmm. because they were giving gold information to the coaches to say, Hey, here's what kids are thinking about in this time. And, and here's what they think about being injured. Here's what they think about being recruited. Here's what they think about success or failure. And, uh, and it was uh, really enlightening. That's really good. Scott, let's speak to the reach of Positive Athlete for a minute. You all are opening things up this year outside of the six states that you have been in in the past. Tell us about the expansion of the program to the rest of the country. You know, it actually, the expansion actually started a few years ago when CNN came to us and, uh, after our awards ceremony in Atlanta, and they said, you know, we love these stories. And would you be willing to start um, finding some stories for us that we could uh, we could do uh, on our platform, and uh, uh, they had done some things around like Sierra and Heroes, and and um, and so they were looking for some things from a youth perspective, and um, so what we did was we we started finding those in some of the nominations we got in different states that we were in, um, and then they also when they did the broadcast they would uh, they of course hit national if not international, and so then they started getting um, they started getting requests to say hey I need to tell you about this kid in California I need to tell you about this kid in Texas and so through that relationship um, we started getting nominations from other states and we weren't really even asking for them and um, and and so as we've gone on here we've always felt like positive athlete was going to be something that was going to be a national scope program. Um, it's, it, we've shown that we could replicate it because Delta Airlines helped us fund it so that we could go to New York and we could go to uh, Minnesota and Michigan and Washington. We started the program, Heinz Ward and I started it in Pittsburgh in the first place, but even before we came to Georgia. So the thing is replicable. And so now it was a matter of where do we go in the country where some companies who are willing to say, hey, I'll jump in on that. Um, I'll provide some scholarships and, and rewards and things like that. So, so now we, we're, we haven't really overly promoted the national thing, but we still get nominations in from each state. A lot of it has to do with our book um, that we wrote because you know, it was about a little bit over a year ago, and you had mentioned it, uh, Don, about the uh, the book that we wrote, is that that was a lot of those kids we found through CNN. And so majority of the kids are from Georgia uh, because we had most we get the most nominations from Georgia. But we started these other nominations, all these other kids from New York and Michigan. But we started hearing about these kids from California and reached out to them. Well, what's happened is. The, the books started being purchased by people in those in, in each of those states and then also by relatives of people in other states. And so now all of a sudden it's kind of blown up into we get a lot more nominations just based upon the book, too. 
Yeah, that's good. I know there's some great stories in that book. Uh, and, and speaking of some incredible stories, there there have been many, many shared through your Positive Athlete program. I know at Pope, we had several strong stories and a ton of other just great stories of positivity. I think of Peyton Gully, who overcame a rare, almost incurable form of childhood leukemia, but also a story like Parker Lavelle, who started a nonprofit to help disadvantaged women in third world countries. Uh, I think Don probably has a couple of touching stories from Kennesaw Mountain as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we had the first ever winner for most positive female athlete when Madison Lewis won it in 2014. She overcame a brain tumor, brain cancer, and epilepsy and never let it stop her from playing softball, even went on to play in college. And so we were really proud of her. So, Scott, is there one or two stories you and Hines have read over the years where you immediately said to yourself, this is why we create a positive athlete? We aren't necessarily asking for the best story. Uh, You mentioned putting together a book of 100 stories was almost impossible, and I imagine finding the best story would be impossible. But as you have read through thousands of stories now, are there maybe a couple of them that gave you the reaction, this is why we did it? Yeah, and I, I tell you, uh, Don mentioned uh, Madison uh, coming out of the gates. That was one of the first times we realized uh, that we, we, when we when we first started this, we thought we were going to get a lot of stories or a lot of nominations about good kids who who were involved in their school, they were involved in student council, um, they were taking missions trips. That's kind of what we thought we were going well, to I, get. If I'm completely transparent, I remember having the discussion at Pope when you were bringing it to Georgia, and you and I remember telling you, I think a lot of parents are just going to nominate their kid because they think their kid's a nice kid. And you said, if they're positive, that's okay with us. But <laughs> we haven't had much of that. We've had really, really positive stories. Yeah, and and so and, and I think what it did was was it expanded our range of what we were looking for mm. because uh, we, you know we we didn't think or we didn't realize that we were going to get kids who had you know cancer and kids who um, had mental health related issues and were willing not not just that they had mental health issues but. What, the things that stuck out to me when I felt like we really had something was it was when the kids had something like a mental health issue um, or an eating disorder. It wasn't that they had them and got through them. It was they had them and then they went out to try to help people who also had them right. from that point on. Mm-hmm. And that's when the stories went from being really good stories to exceptional stories and ones people could relate to because those kids had an eye on changing the world that they weren't going to just get stuck into, well, I'm sure glad I got through. I was suicidal and I, you know, and I got through it. No, I'm suicidal. I understand now why I was, and now I understand why, how kids are walking around in our schools with secrets, and that, that, that it said, that scares me, and I want to help any other kid, so maybe by me saying something about it, now some other kids will also come, to the, come out and, and talk about the issues that they're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think about Peyton Gully, who overcame leukemia. Now she's at the University of North Carolina, and she wants to be uh, – she wants to go to medical school. She wants to be a, a, a pediatrician-type uh, doctor to help kids that deal with things like she had to as, as a high school student athlete. So you're exactly right. 
Josh, one of the other times that it was an aha moment for me was when we were in Pittsburgh early on and we brought in the CEO, who's now the CEO of Pfizer, okay? And he they were based in a company called Milan in, in Pittsburgh. And he listened to the stories. He sat there and listened to all of these stories. And he got up to speak as they were giving a scholarship away. And he said, I want to hire all 30 of you that are getting awards tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know, as people were freaking out at the time, it's like, but his point was, why wouldn't I want to hire a, a high character, high, you know, leader who has won, who's lost, who's and, and willing already to serve other people. And he said, that's exactly the culture I want in my company. And so that hit me that the value of being nominated as a positive athlete was more than just saying, oh, maybe I'll win a scholarship or maybe I'll get some Braves tickets or something. It was they now had something on their resume. And and I've done this as a as somebody who hires people. You can look through the resume and you see different things like, OK, well, I had experienced this, especially a high school kid. You know, I worked at Nick's Sporting Goods. I worked at this where there, you know, and. Then all of a sudden you see I was nominated as a positive athlete or I was voted the most positive athlete. That jumps off the page to you and you have to ask the question, tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Because now all of a sudden I have some, you have something a little different than somebody else and how valuable that is to a kid that if anybody nominates a kid, having that on their resume is gigantic. It's huge. Scott, since the inception, Positive Athlete has awarded over $400,000 in college scholarships to high school student athletes. I don't think many would need much more motivation to check you out, but for those who may getting their maybe getting their first exposure to the program today, what do you believe sets Positive Athlete apart from other character-based organizations? I know that I've told I've told you this story several times and I've told a lot of people this story. When you and I sat down the very first time when you when you came to Kennesaw Mountain and you were pitching this this idea, I I, I got to a point in your pitch and I just stopped you and I said, "Okay, what's the catch? Okay. Like like how how much how much does it cost?" How, what do I need? What do we need to, you know, so that I could make a decision if it was something that we were going to do. And you, you basically said there is no catch. It is, it is exactly as I am presenting it to you. So why positive athlete? Well, I think that the thing that, that you just said is exactly right in terms of, especially as we have gone to try to replicate this project in uh, other states was the wall is up with most schools into saying exactly what you said is like, we get hit with a lot of this stuff all the time. And we only have time for so many things. But the fact that, that we are free, that we design this to just be a program that, hey, look, you are, we're not trying to create positive athletes. We're trying to reward them. We're trying to right. highlight the kids. So there are a lot of other people with character programs. There are people in FCA. There are people that are, that are speaking into the lives of these kids. These kids are just doing stuff on their own. And all we asked to do was, we just want to hear about them. Tell us about them so we can celebrate them. And then when we went out to the corporate community and said, look, these are kids that are really trying. These are kids, the kind of kids you want to associate your brand with. Uh, because, you know, if, if you're an LGE community credit union, you want people to say, hey, is that who LGE is that kid, you're giving an award to that kid. And, and it's a microcosm of who we are and the spirit of our com company. And so as we, as we put this together, 
when we had a lot of schools just say, oh, so you're not another character program. No, mm-hmm. we're just here. As a matter of fact, if you got a character program, we'd like to know who the kids are in that character program. Right. You know, um, and, and, and the other thing too was, I always hear, we always, Ryan and I always bristle, my son, who, uh, who you guys both know, when we get the nomination, when somebody says, so where do I send my application? And, and so with the reason we, that word doesn't work in the positive athlete universe is this isn't an application, you know, and most kids are trying to earn a scholarship. They're trying to, that they got to go through pages and pages of stuff and write all this other stuff. And ours is just, just tell us about the kid. Yeah. You know, and the other thing too, it's different is we want adults to tell us about the kids. Don't the kids aren't just telling us about themselves. And that's another difference in this is, and it can be a two sentence nomination about a kid and it can be war and peace. Okay. But what we want to do is we want to find, tell the story of those kids. And I think one of the most important things we did too was, and this was something that coaches had an early concern about was when somebody, when a coach nominated a kid, uh, or a parent nominated, more, more, more importantly, if a parent nominated a kid, the nervousness of, from the, as you guys know, as athletic directors is, well, you know, we've all had some rose-colored glasses parents in our lives that we've dealt with. <laughs> right. My That's kid right. has yeah. never done anything no. wrong. Yeah. You know, oh, you mean the same one that was in the principal's office 12 times this year? Um, but what we did was we, you know, we wanted to hear what the parents had to say and then to be able to vet it with the athletic director and the coach to say, is this kid who the parents say they are? And 99 times out of a hundred, I would say more 999 times out of a thousand. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, Oh, that kid's great. But every once in a while you got the, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know about that kid. So, yeah. but we have to have that checks and balance. But I think that's the thing is it make it simple, make it easy for people to talk about kids and, and remake the, and, and, and our job is always to try to find what are new ways that we can celebrate these kids. So we've had the Atlanta Braves give them free tickets. We've had the Atlanta United's had them kick the first kick at a, at a, at a soccer match. The Falcons talked before the COVID hit about having the football players that were, that were nominated, some of the top ones, lead them out on the field. And it's like all these people want to help. Everybody wants to get in and help these kids because, like I said, we kept it simple. Yeah, I think a couple points you make there. You know, we've had a couple kids who were borderline on, uh, as you said, they may have got nominated. Then you give us the oversight. I love having that oversight to be able to look at that list, share it with our coaches and say, do you have any reservations here? And even some that we might have had small reservations about, we might have went ahead and recognized those kids for what they were nominated for Mm -hmm. and put them in a room at our banquet, put them in a room with, other kids who are very, very positive, who we know that, to try to even ramp up that positivity that they're displaying, to try to, you know, a little bit of positive peer pressure instead of the opposite kind of peer pressure there. So I think there's a there's a lot of merit to this program. And the second part of that is you mentioned anyone can nominate. We've already mentioned parents. We ask all of our coaches to nominate one, at least one athlete or coach, because I think that makes the coach reflect on something different. They always reflect on the MVP, right? They always reflect on the most offensive or the statistical uh, best. But when they're able to step back and say, this kid did this and it helped us 
in ways that most people didn't see. That's something I think gives coaches a good time to reflect. So we ask all of our coaches to reflect and nominate at least one person. But the two that get me are the the peers, the kids who nominate a peer of theirs. Mm-hmm. I love those. And then when we open it up and teachers nominate a positive athlete who they may or may not come to a game, but they see that kid every day during the class. Right. Uh, th- those are great. Then you get parents and grandparents and everyone else. So anyone can nominate a positive athlete. They just have to go to your website. So tell us, Scott, where can you be found? Where can positive athlete be found? Where can folks connect with you? Well, it's pretty easy. It's positiveathlete.org. And if you go there, you're going to see the opportunity to nominate the kids. You're going to see what the scholarships are that are available to the kids. Um, you're going to be able to download or, or see the, watch the videos uh, that we did. We did, not, we did not only videos with those athletes I talked about, but we also took some people from the industry, some people who were doing uh, mental performance with the, with, the, with the U.S. Olympic team and, and had interviews with them to try to get everything we're trying to do is geared toward helping coaches or helping the athletes become better. And we find these people in the industry who are more than willing to talk to us about these, you know, about, about an injury and how do you, how should you, you know, how do you get kids to not want to be back so soon from an injury? You know, they want to come back and help their team, but they don't realize the issue, but you know, so if, but positiveathlete.org has all of those resources and all of those things. Uh, most importantly, like I said, the, 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 it's a place to, to nominate a kid. And like I said, it couldn't be any easier. You just go to that. You're not having to write. If you're not a writer, because we know a lot of the people, um, you know, who nominate are like, I'm not, hey, I don't want to. I don't want to get exposed for my, my writing capabilities. It's like <laughs> yeah. the best nominations we get are just from people who share their heart. And we always, a lot of times we call them love letters because it's like, man, I love that That's kid. Good. And I just want other people to know about them. They're not that good. You know, they're not that good an athlete, but you know what they are? They're the kind of kid that if I had 10 of them, we'd win every game, you That's know, right. or, yeah. and there's such a, if, if another kid is down, they're the first to pick them up. And so he, and, and also some people like, think, do I have to, should I nominate a kid if I don't think they're going to win a scholarship? And, you know, and hopefully you heard what I said, or they heard what I said here about saying, yeah, that's a gift to the kid. That's something they can put on their resume. Right. And so if nothing else, even if it's a 10 word sentence that just says, this kid is amazing. I wish I had a hundred of them. I wish that, you know, we get a lot of those who are just saying, I would trust my kids with this kid. And that's like, that's like the biggest thing that they can say about uh, another kid. So positiveathlete.org is the place to go. And like I said, it's, it look out, go look through the whole website because there's a lot of gems in there. Yeah. I would say to any athletic director who's listening, find a way to recognize them. I know when Don was at Kennesaw Mountain, he worked it into his uh, Kennesaw Mountain ESPYs kind of night, honors, athletic honors night or whatever he, uh, he did there. We have a special separate Pope positive athlete banquet every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to having something this year after not being able to do it in 2020. Find a way to work that into your honors night. Find a way to recognize those positive athletes. Maybe give them a t-shirt that you buy them from the local school, whatever it is. Like you said, most of them in Georgia are going to get Braves tickets and all kind of other things. 
And the other thing I think is worth uh, mentioning and putting out there, we mentioned Maddie from Kennesaw Mountain overcame brain cancer. Peyton Gully overcame leukemia. Positive athletes do not have to be some extraordinary life-threatening story. It can be that person, that kid, that coach. We got plenty of positive coaches, right, that mm-hmm. are just – come to practice every day with a smile on their face. And then you can go up to the brain cancer survivor and the person who overcame that and gave back to others, right? Anywhere in between there fits the positive athlete category. So, Scott, uh, thanks a lot for your time today. We look forward to seeing the expansion of the positive athlete program as y'all have gone national now. Uh, we can't wait to see how many more uh, nominees you get and the stories. That, that's where it's about. It's about the stories. So we, sh- we wish you all the best of luck. Thanks for uh, taking time to join us today, and good luck to Positive Athlete. Thank you so much, Josh, and, and thanks so much, too, because I know you have a lot of athletic directors and coaches listening to this. Um, I just want to thank them because th- this wouldn't have worked if athletic directors wouldn't have taken this on and set, seen the importance of it. And so um, not only the two of you who have always been supportive, but all those other athletic directors who have – who have really made this a priority in their schools to say, this is important. This is how we want to measure the kids who come through our athletic program is that we know that only about 2% of them are going to go on and play at the next level. But what we're graduating out of here through our athletic programs are kids who are going to hit the ground running in life because they chose to take a positive path. And so thank you to all the athletic directors and coaches for the, the incredible number of nominations we get each year and we'll look forward to more of them between now and April 30th.